Welcome to the Debriefing the Law update. Today is June 24th, 2021, and this is what's happening. Well, yesterday was a big day at the Supreme Court as it decided four pretty big cases. First off, the court held that the F-bomb is not disruptive in school. Well, in the Cussin cheerleader case, a junior varsity cheerleader didn't make the varsity team. And let's just say she didn't receive this news very well. No, she responded by posting on Snapchat, F school, F softball, F cheer, F everything. Okay, so the first issue the court had to grapple with was, oh, what's Snapchat? But after their grandkids briefed them on that issue, they were then ready to decide the important constitutional issues, which is apparently the F-bomb is a cherished word in our language. Why is it that this word keeps coming up at the United States Supreme Court? In 1971, in Cohen v. California, the court held that Paul Cohen could not be arrested for disturbing the peace by saying, F the draft. In 2019, the court held that the Patent and Trademark Office could not deny a trademark to Eric Brunetti for the phrase F-U-C-T that he put on his line of clothing. Let's see, how do you pronounce that word? Is it food? Your, your guess is better than mine. Well, and yesterday, the court ruled that a school's one-year suspension of a cheerleader for dropping the F-bomb on Snapchat was too harsh. It was unconstitutional as their speech didn't cause substantial disruption at school. Apparently, these kids had heard it before. But I, I see where you're going with this, Supreme Court. Trying to get that R rating to boost your ratings, huh? Gotta spice up the language in your opinions to get more people to read them. Hey, it worked for the TV show Suits. Just add the F-bomb and then people will care about your show. All right, we're on to you, Supreme Court. Well, also yesterday, the court held that a California law that permitted unions to enter onto the private property of agricultural businesses to talk to the employees about supporting the union violates the Fifth Amendment's taking clause. The court said that forcing private property owners to allow unions onto their property without just compensation is an unconstitutional taking of that property. All right, now this was a victory for that cranky old guy yelling at kids to get off his lawn. Chief Justice John Roberts said that this law takes away the owner's right to exclude others from their property, which is one of the most important rights of owning property. All right, just so the word clear, that guy, not the cranky old guy I was referring to of yelling at young kids to get off of his lawn. So make sure we're clear on that one. All right, well, speaking of the home, the Supreme Court gave another victory yesterday to homeowners in Lang v. California. Now, you know, it just dawned on me. California has lost a lot of these cases during sweep season. We had California v. Texas, the Obama scare four case, and California lost. We just talked about the union trespassing case where California lost again. And here in Lang v. California, well, it's three strikes and you're out, California. You lost here once again. Well, here's what happened. A, a cop followed this car whose radio was playing too loud. I am going to assume he was listening to my podcast and wanted to make sure all of the other cars at the intersection could hear my hot takes. Well, this cop then turned on his siren to pull the car over, 
But the person didn't pull over. Instead, he drove into his garage and started to shut the garage door. Well, the cop stopped the door from closing and then proceeded to gather evidence and arrested the person. Well, did the cop violate the Fourth Amendment by going into a person's garage without a warrant? Well, the Supreme Court held that being in hot pursuit of a car driving with loud music doesn't automatically give the cops permission to enter that person's garage. Because normally, when you think of cops in hot pursuit of someone, you know, when you're watching that movie and there's an exciting car chase, it doesn't make sense if the cops are in hot pursuit of a misdemeanor violation. I mean, you need something more than that to make circumstances exigent. Misdemeanor violators, they don't make for compelling movie scenes, nor in getting around the Fourth Amendment. Well, finally yesterday in Collins v. Yellen, the court held that Congress exceeded its authority when in creating the Federal Housing Finance Agency, it only allowed the president to fire the agency director for cause. Writing for the court, Alito concluded that the removal of restrictions on the head of the FHFA violate the Constitution's separation of powers because they infringe on the president's authority over executive branch making decisions. Apparently, this is good news for the current president, Joseph Biden, but bad news for the current director of the FHFA, Mark Calabria, as Biden said he was going to be fired within the hour. Well, that's our update for June 24th, 2021.